الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين برحمةك يا رحم الراحمين قال الله تعالى في القرآن الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اقرأ بسم ربك الذي خلق خلق الإنسان من علق اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الإنسان ما لم يعلم صدق الله العظيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته the starting point for my advice today is to remind everyone sitting here the importance of education, the importance of seeking knowledge. And what does Islam say about seeking knowledge? And why is there great emphasis upon seeking knowledge from different resources and diff different sources available to us? As we know, the first verse revealed to our beloved Prophet Muhammad was, Ikra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. Recite in the name of your Lord. Recite in the name of your Creator. He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, did not say, write. He did not say, listen. Rather, he said, recite or read. Reading is the focal point when it comes to educating ourselves. Traditionally, we will read something or we will go to a library, or we will go to our college library, university libraries, and we will read a book about a certain topic, about a certain subject, until we know thoroughly about that topic. However, nowadays, alhamdulillah, we have resources available to us whereby we just sit at home, and we have the technology, we have the e-books, we have the PDFs available to us that we can just read online. It is important for us when we educate ourselves and when we educate our young ones that we read, we understand and we analyze. The reason why I have chosen the topic of education today is because the first month of the academic calendar has nearly come to an end for schools, for colleges and for universities that are starting. We need to understand and we need to communicate with our youngsters, with our children, what is the importance of education, why are they going to schools, why are they going to colleges and universities, and what is the benefit of seeking this type of secular education alongside the Islamic education. The second reason being the last six months that we have had at home in the lockdown period, how did we utilize that time? with our children, with our youngsters? Did we utilize that time effectively? Did we educate them? Did we nurture them? Did we advise them and guide them? It is a time to self-reflect. And self-reflection is always important for us to better ourselves as humans and better ourselves as Muslims. So that is the second reason. And for the final reason is, as Muslims living in a society where it's multicultural, multi-faith, it is important for us to protect our Iman. It's important for us to defend Islam. We will come across different scenarios, different situations, different questions from different types of people, non-Muslim people, Muslim people, and they will ask us something. And if we do not know, how will that make us look? That's why it is important for us to educate ourselves. Rasulullah said in a hadith, Seeking knowledge is obligatory upon every Muslim. By knowledge, he did not just mean the Islamic knowledge, tafsir, sharia, ahadith, fiqh, and so on. 
rather knowledge as a whole, which will include science, which will include history, philosophy, law, etc. That is what is meant by seeking the proper knowledge. And the beauty of Islam is that it does not differentiate between secular education or Islamic education. Rather, they work side by side. And in order for us to live a balanced life, we will need to understand the importance of the Islamic education and the importance of secular education. Because we see in our community, in our society, whereby individuals are of one length. They will follow the religion so strictly, traditionalists, fundamentalists, and they are very narrow-minded, and they will not accept any other approach. Rather, their approach is only right. And then you will see the other element of the spectrum, whereby individuals are very laid back. They do not know the basics of Islam. They do not know the basic principles, the etiquettes, the ethics of Islam. That's why it is important for us as leaders, as teachers, as parents, as uncles, aunties, grandparents, etc., to strike that balance in between for our children. Tell them how to live a healthy life following the commandments of Rasulullah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also following the norms and values of society. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said further in the Quran in Surah Mujadala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, Allah raises to higher ranks the believers and those of knowledge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he clearly has said here, seeking knowledge will raise your ranks. Seeking knowledge will help you not in just this world and in the hereafter. And as Muslims, our ultimate goal is the hereafter. Further to this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said that when you seek the knowledge, seek the knowledge which is beneficial for us. Seek the knowledge which will grant us good in this world and in the hereafter. Do not strive towards that knowledge that will cause us harm, that will cause us to go astray from Islam, to go astray from the commandments of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The best example for this, as we all know, is our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The way he commanded himself, the way he spoke, the way he walked, the way he was in gatherings, the way he led his companions. He was the best example. And from, from him, from his life, we can learn many things. He said three things when it comes to seeking education, when it comes to seeking knowledge. The first aspect when it comes to seeking knowledge is the importance of time. By time, we mean, he said, from the cradle to the grave. We all know that this world is temporary for us. We all know that one day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will call upon us and he will question our actions, he will question our deeds. It mentioned clearly in the Quran, Kullu nafsin the famous verse, every soul will taste death. So therefore from this verse we know that this world is temporary, but we need to make use of every time we have, every second, every minute. And one of the main elements in our society, one of the main pillars in our society is education. So utilizing your time effectively, traveling to places to seek knowledge, using the resources available to us. Here Rasulullah said, utilize that time prominently, make sure every minute is used effectively. He secondly said, place, even if you even have to travel as far as China, travel to gain that knowledge. 
If we reflect upon this, we look at the Sahaba of the Rasulullah They used to walk hours and hours. They used to go with their companions individually. They used to walk barefoot. They used to walk with their sandals in the hot, in the, in the heat for days, for weeks, and just to learn one verse of the Qur'an, just to understand one verse of the Qur'an, even to understand one part of a verse, that was their thirst and their hunger for knowledge. And we need to reflect upon this in our day-to-day -day lives. We need to try and reflect upon the Sahaba's life and put it into our own day-to-day -day lives. And finally, source. We think that, as Muslims in our community, in our society, that the only person that we should go to for knowledge is the imam standing here, is the mosque manager, is an imam on Instagram or any other famous imam that we know. Rather, this mindset should go away and we should be able to open our horizons. We should go to different individuals to gain our knowledge, whether it's a non-Muslim or a Muslim as well. Because knowledge is not just limited for one person. That's the beauty of knowledge. Knowledge is not limited to a gender. Knowledge is not limited to an age. Youngsters younger than us, they will tell us something new every day. And that is the beauty of educating ourselves. And we should not feel embarrassed or ashamed if someone tells us something new and they're younger than us. Rather, we should be proud and embrace it. So seek knowledge from any individual you can find. Do not just seek knowledge from one person. This will help you understand, analyze, and criticize, and question as well. And you will gain those answers from those questions because you are open-minded. You, you are not the narrow-minded individual which you were before. So seek knowledge from different resources. How do we go forward moving on from the past six months to the new academic year as parents, as teachers, as individuals? How do we encourage our youngsters to educate themselves? How do we encourage our youngsters to live a balanced life? There are a few things which is narrated from the Islamic sources, from the history of Islam. There are many things, but a few things I will touch upon. The first one being is the first hadith as we know, We as Elders, we need to tell our children to have a sincere intention in whatever they do. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when they embark on their journey of education that he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will help him or her. And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will guide them and assist them into whatever they wish to do. And once they've made that sincere intention, it is important for you as parents or elders to check upon that intention every so often assess them and see if that intention is still on the straight path or have they gone astray. Are they doing that action for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or are they doing that action for the sake of their friends, for their families? As we know today that some individuals will do a degree because of their parents. Some individuals will do an action because of their parents. Rather, we need to instill that love in the hearts of the, our children for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That whatever they do, they do for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and no one else. Secondly, the importance of ihsan, which means excellence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed excellence in everything we do. We should not think that anything is small. Rather, everything is equal. And whatever we do, we should do for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to the best of our ability, especially when it comes to education. We will do that to the best of our ability. We will do that to get the best grades, to get the best outcome. Not because of someone else, but because for yourself. And because you have the belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has assisted you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided you in this matter. 
And lastly, the important thing is to have a good companion or companionships or social gathering. Here Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had many good friends, had many good companions, and you could reflect upon it the way he commanded himself. Similarly, our youngsters need to be advised time and time again, have a good companion, have a good friend. That will remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That will remind you of salah. That will remind you of zakah. That will remind you at a time of need what to do. That will remind you how to live your life according to the sunnah and the Quran. So it's important for us to remind our youngsters, our children, our grandchildren, our nephews and nieces of these matters. There are other matters as well, but because of the time we are limited. I will end upon a few things before we end the khutbah. The first thing being is education and seeking knowledge is part of our everyday lives. We will learn something new every day, whether it is an imam, whether it is a scholar, whether it is a teacher, anyone. They will learn something new every day. And we have to take that thing that we have learned and spread it. The second being is education is not just a degree. It's not just a certification. Rather, it is a way of life. If you turn, your, turn the years back to when you were learning in university or college or school, you will have picked up on different skills, different etiquettes, different ethics, and different values. And following on from there, those values and ethics and principles have been in your day-to-day -day lives. So education is not just a paper. Rather, it is the way you speak, the way you live, the way you talk, the way you eat, and the way you socialize. And lastly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran a very beautiful ayah in Surah Taha, ilma. And this is the beautiful and powerful dua that you should learn, that you should spread. Oh Allah, oh my Lord, increase my knowledge. Increase my knowledge. And this is the important dua that we need to learn so we can educate ourselves. Not because so we can spread the knowledge, but for our own knowledge, for our own self-assessment, for our own self-satisfaction. Because at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will question us, how did you spend your time? How did you spend your wealth? How did you spend your time with your family, etc.? So it's important for us to reflect upon what has been said. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to act upon what has been said. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase our iman, increase our knowledge, and guide us upon the straight path. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Nahmuduhu, Wanastainuhu, Wanastak Firu, Wanokmino Biki, Wanatawakalu Ale, Wanaudu Billah, Min Shuri, Amun Fusina, Women Say Ati Amalina, Men Yahdi Hilla, Hufala Mudilla, Women Yudlil Hufala Hadiella, Wanashadu Allah, Ilah, Illa, the Hula Shari Kala, Wanashadu Anna Muhammad and Abuduhu, Warasulu, Inna Allah, Wamala Ekatahu, Yusulu, and Alan Nabi, Ya, you had Ladin Amun, Sulu Ale, he was Salimu Taslima, Allah, who must Ali Muhammad in the عدد من صلى وصام اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد بعدد من قعد وقام وصل على جميع الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى كل ملائكتك المقربين وعلى إباد الله الصالحين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت يا ذا الجلال والإكرام سمعنا وطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وكن 
وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتكين إماما اللهم رب اجعلني مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتكبل دعاء ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب اللهم إنك عفو تحب الأفوى فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم إنك عفو تحب الأفوى فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم رب ارحمهما كما ربياني صغيرا اللهم ربي زدني علما اللهم ربي زدني علما اللهم ربي زدني علما اللهم اغفر لحينا وميتنا وشاهدنا وغائبنا وصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذخرنا وأنثانا اللهم من أحييته منا فأحييه على الإسلام ومن توفيته منا فتوفه على الإيمان اللهم حاسبني حسابا يسيرا اللهم حاسبني حسابا يسيرا اللهم حاسبني حسابا يسيرا اللهم إني أعوذ بك من البرس والجنون والجذام ومن سيء الأسقام اللهم صل على جميع الأنبياء والمرسلين والصحابة والطابين أجمعين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون ولذكر الله تعالى أعلى وأولى وأز وأجل وأتم وأهم وأكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقم الصلاة